You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. I've got a good show for you today. I'm going to read some of your reader emails because not a lot going on in Bachelor Nation. There were a few things that happened today. Picture got out of a group shot of all the women and posted on somebody's Instagram page. Then it got taken down like three minutes later. And it was a picture of Ariel in an all-white outfit. People thought she had a veil on. And just, oh, good Lord. (laughs) Uh, Some of the women doing Q&As on their Instagram stories. Already talking about who they're interested in for, or hinting that they're interested in someone for Paradise. Greer. And, uh, yeah, the positioning for BIP. But uh, we will... um, Get to all that momentarily. As you know, this podcast brought to you by Green Chef. Green Chef makes eating well easy. I should probably have my copy out for this. But it does make eating well easy. And it makes it easy and easy and easy. Damn it, Steve. See, if I was at home, I could just change up my stuff and hit pause or whatever, but... No, I'm on the road here. I'm in my hotel room in Las Vegas, so I should probably have had this ready. I'm sorry. Uh, Green Chef makes eating well easy, right? We all know that. What else does it do? Damn it. Where is I? Where did I put it? Here it is. Sorry. Green Chef. <laughs> Actually, no. This is not brought to you by Green Chef today. How about that? No, this podcast is brought to you by microdose.com. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code REALITYC. That's going to get you 30% off your first order and you get free shipping. So forget what I said about Green Chef, even though the code still works because they are going to be a sponsor. But for this week, they are not. Microdose.com. Go to microdose.com. Use code REALITYC to get 30% off your order plus free shipping. This podcast is also brought to you by Trivia Star. Trivia Star has thousands of five-star reviews in the Apple Store and is the number one trivia game on the App Store. Download it today to challenge yourself. Go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. All right, let's get going. Um, Let's talk a little bit about what uh, what happened today. Um, just to give you a quick update, arrived in Vegas, my room was ready right away, that's always nice when you get here and it's ready at 11 o'clock, checked in, took a little nap, did a little sightseeing, I can tell you right now, it is 9.45 Pacific time at night when I'm recording this, I have not gambled yet today, I I mean I bet on some of the games, but I have not been to the tables once, I have not played craps once today, that's got to be a record for me, I think I'm going to hold out until tomorrow. I might go down there later on tonight. Depends how long it takes me to upload all this and get ready to go. There won't be a column today, even though there's no um, written information in my column on Thursday. It's usually just you know where you can go and listen. I'm just going to post all three podcasts. Today's Thursday weekly podcast is with Jacqueline Trumbull, one of my favorite people in this franchise to talk to, really good friend, and we have a lot to talk about uh, in regards to Zach's season, her uncanny resemblance to Ariel, which a lot of people have pointed out to me. We talk about that and a bunch of other things. We talk about Women Tell All and what her Women Tell All was like and stuff like that and how she handled it and a little bit of uh, Bachelor in Paradise. But um, so that's where I, so that that'll get posted tomorrow morning at 
think that's going up at 9.30 Eastern, right? Yeah, 8.30 Central. Okay, so that'll, so same times tomorrow for everything. It'll be 7.30 Eastern time. Excuse me. Yeah, but, but, uh, by, by 8 o'clock, will, the Daily Roundup will be up. This podcast will be up by 8 o'clock. The Sports Daily will come an hour after that. It'll be up by 9 Eastern, and then the Jacqueline interview should be up by 10 Eastern time. So, as I mentioned in the open, it was sent to me a couple times today. Did not have time to really look at it, but apparently these women that are on the show are technically not allowed to post pictures of themselves hanging out with each other until the finale airs. But they're so gung-ho to want to show everybody how BFF they are right now. In a year, they won't even care about each other. But they want to show everybody how cool they are hanging out with each other and being each other's best friends and being each other's queens and whatever. But they, there was a party at some point, and Ariel is in this picture. There's a lot of the women sitting at a dinner table, and Ariel is in an all-white outfit. She's got a cowboy hat on. Someone said it looked like she had a veil on the back of her cowboy hat, and they're like, oh, my God, is this her engagement part? And it's like... I don't know what to tell people at this point. The spoiler came out on February 6th that Zach is engaged to Katie. He's still engaged to Katie. Nothing's changed. That's the best I can tell you. I don't care about any pictures that come out. That doesn't matter. She would not be that stupid if she was Zach's final person to hold an engagement party with all the other women on the show. Like She's not even supposed to tell them. I don't think she's going to hold her own party and... Yeah, so that didn't happen. Uh, I did see uh, on Greer's, um, what? It, oh, Greer on her uh, Instagram story did a Q and A, and I'm sure, I don't know, maybe somebody asked her legitimately, but she's like, "Do you have a?" One of the questions was, "Do you have a VIP crush?" She could have easily placed that herself because she wants people to know that she does have a VIP crush. She said, "Yes, I do," and he knows about it. But she didn't say who it was. I don't know who it is, but clearly she was looking for attention with that um, with that post. So, um, but yeah, there's positioning already. I've already heard stuff behind the scenes of Zach's women already speaking to some of Rachel and Gabby's guys. It's already happening. I'm sure more is going to get out there over the next couple months before they go down and film Paradise in June. But just know. Your favorites that you don't think are on the show for clout and you don't think they're on the show to get down to paradise and they're really looking for love, they're already planting the seeds. Trust me. I'm very well aware of some of the ones that are going on. But I'll let them play out because we'll see what happens. They could end up being nothing. But are they talking? Yes, they are. So I wanted to... Because there's not a ton of bachelorette. Oh, the one thing that I thought might happen this uh, yesterday morning did not, which was releasing the guys for um, what's her name? Oh, Cherry. <laughs> releasing the guys for charity season did not happen yesterday morning. I gotta believe it's happening this morning, so there's a good chance I will be posting some of the men once I find out their last names and their Instagram accounts. Uh, I would think it's going up today. It's possible it's Friday. Who knows? Um, but it's got to go up this week because filming begins this weekend as, from everything I've heard. Granted, they could push filming back a day or two and maybe we don't get it for another couple days. I don't know. But I've heard it's starting on Sunday now. So if it's starting on Sunday, they have to post these guys at the latest Friday. 
But more than likely this morning, by the time you're listening to this, I'll already be up trying to find some of these guys. But uh, keep it on my Twitter account and my Instagram stories, and I'll make sure to uh, hopefully get some of those guys for you. So I have to basically record this straight through because I'm recording it on my voice memo on my phone, and then I'll upload it into the system. I want to go over some of the reader emails because there was no reader email column yesterday. I just got overwhelmed on Tuesday and I didn't have time to get to it. So I'm going to just read some of the reader emails and then I'll do some of these tomorrow as well. So let's get going here. These first two are kind of along the same lines. So I'm going to read them back to back. And it's it's something that really surprises me because I don't see myself this way, but I appreciate these people that sent this in. First one says... Dear Reality Steve, I listen to your daily roundup every day during the week. Due to your recommendation, I listened to Courtney Robertson's podcast today. I found myself nodding in agreement when she said that listening to your podcast reduces her anxiety. I 100% agree. There is something soothing and comforting about your voice. You help in more ways than you probably realize. Keep going with your good work. And the next email was... No email question. Just want to let you know that I love the Off Contract podcast. It was such a delight to listen to. I also want to say you got an email from someone that said she could not get out of your podcast without hearing, see ya. Well, I can't either. Whether it is the Daily Roundup or the podcast, and it has been this way ever since I started listening to yours years and years ago. So first off, I mean, I've always been in radio. You know this. My background is in radio, but I don't feel like I have some sort of like professional radio voice. I've never really thought that way. It's just my voice. This is the way it's always been. I think having been on radio, I probably have a certain cadence to my voice, but I don't find my voice soothing and comforting at all. Like, I I mean, I, I thank you for saying that. I take that as a compliment, but I've never looked at it that way. Like sometimes I hear people on the radio. I'm like, okay, that's a radio voice. I don't feel I have a radio voice. I certainly have a face for radio, but I'm bump. Be sure to tip your waitress. She'll be here all weekend. Um, I just, yeah, I've never, I've never looked at it as like I've got some sort of comforting, soothing voice. But thank you uh, to the emailer who sent that in. And then the whole thing with the SIA, you know, this is something that I've done for years. I mean, this goes back to college. Just like, just you know, at the end of the night, saying goodbye to your friends or whatever. It was just like. It was always just like, see ya, real quick. And then it just morphed into just stupid shit, where it's just like, and it just turned into a grunt. Like, you couldn't even say see ya. It was like, see ya. And then it was, then it was, yes, that's how stupid we were in college. Sorry. That's how, that's, that's how my, so I just, it's just been my thing. I've done it, obviously, you know, if you listen to the podcast, and you know I do it at the end of every podcast. I try and say see you as fast as I can. I'm never going to go at the... <laughs> but maybe I will one of these times. I probably will at the end of this one now that you that now that email came in. Um, okay, someone... This is a question in regards to fan basis. You know, something that I've had a uh, an issue with. And this person was basically trying to play the devil's advocate here. And they said, hey, Steve, isn't there a decent chance that the people asking Bachelor Nation for follows, comments, videos, supporting a product are more likely to be influencers themselves looking for more exposure as opposed to legitimate fans? 
And if the influencers are using Bachelor Nation to expand their brand, isn't it fair that Bachelor Nation charge a price for that additional exposure? It's a good question. Obviously, I don't know, you know, Aaron Clancy, all these people that are on fan basis that I went off on saying they're taking advantage of their fans. I don't know what their price list is in terms of their customers. But I don't think it's other Bachelor Nation people paying Aaron Clancy so he'll follow them. I, they all follow each other regardless because they want to possibly bring in their audience. There's no way another influencer is paying another influencer just so they'll follow them. I don't see that at all. So that I just... now. Trust me, I don't know. That is just a guess, but it just, I don't see the benefit for somebody who is an influencer to be like, yeah, I'll pay you if you follow me. Most people who are influencers have a decent sized following, so they just want to follow somebody who has another decent sized following. So I don't see that being the case where they're paying for that. But could there be one or two in there? Yeah, maybe. But I think this is more for fans. It's certainly made out to be for fans. That's why it's called fan basis. They want their fans, certain ones, to pay them. And it'll be like, hey, I'll follow you for $100. I'll follow you for $50. I'll like a comment on yours for $50. Just stuff like that. It, it just makes no sense to me because there's nothing in it that's like, is it just one comment? It sounds like it. So, you know, one follow, one comment, one like on a on a on a post of yours and have, you know, Aaron Clancy like one of your pictures and then you have to pay him for that. I don't even see like I've tried like I said I've tried to do the devil's advocate on this. I don't even see what the benefit is for the person on the other end for the consumer that is paying this. What do they get out of it? Because do you really think their friends are scrolling all their pictures and all their likes and being like, oh my gosh, Aaron Clancy liked your picture? Like, unless they tell their friends this, I don't think anybody would really see it. And then if you tell your friend, don't you kind of have to admit, well, yeah, I paid him to. Like, what? What the hell? I'm just, I don't, I really don't get it. Um, but anyway, that was, so to answer that question in the email, I I just can't see why an influencer would pay a bachelor nation person to follow them. They'll just follow them for free. Next one. Hey Steve, I was reading your reader email from the week about a lead being offered the bachelor bachelorette role and turning it down. Didn't this happen with Chris Lambden following Allie's season before they went to Brad 2.0? It only sticks out to me as Allie was one of my first seasons I had watched and I loved Chris. I was very disappointed when it ended up not being him, but have of course continued to watch. Yeah, I remember Chris telling me, I think on my podcast, Chris was one of the first guests I ever had on my podcast and... Um, I believe he said they offered him $40,000, and he's just like, um, no. <laughs> I'm not going to do The Bachelor for $40,000. And then it never went past that. And um, I think that's when they brought Bat- Brad back for the second season, right? Yeah, it was, a- it was after Allie's season? Yeah, because none of Allie's guys ended up being The Bachelor. Frank wasn't The Bachelor. Chris Lambden wasn't The Bachelor. Obviously, she chose Roberto. Yeah, it was... Uh, It was one of these things where, yeah, it wasn't, um, she, that was, I'm pretty sure that was Brad's because they didn't choose any of her men. So that was when they went with Brad for a second time. 
But yeah, Chris did turn it down uh, because of pay. And then you have the whole issue with Peter Krause. Whether or not Peter Krause actually turned down the bachelor, I guess we'll never truly know. He claims he did. I heard they pulled it from him because he was being difficult. So it's like, is that the same thing? I don't know. Question uh, on the next email. We'll just do a couple more here because I've got to save some for tomorrow. Have you heard any news about Temptation Island? I know they were filming in the fall again. I'm just surprised I haven't heard a debut date yet since the last few seasons. It started airing in February or March. You are correct. It did start airing in February or March the last couple of years. Apparently, it's not going to air until this summer. And I thought I remember reading that on Mark Wahlberg's one of his tweets. So if you scroll back a little bit, maybe in the last month, he doesn't tweet much. so You don't have to scroll back too far. But I could have sworn somebody asked him this on Twitter, and I think he said, bear with us, we'll see you this summer, or something like that. So I think that's what it is. Uh, the second part of this question was, I know you're a fan of her too, so I wanted to tell you I saw Nikki Glazer on tour last weekend. Hilarious. Really hoping F-Boy Island finds a new home. I also noticed Benedict is touring more places. Would love to see him too. Absolutely. Um, I would love to, uh, hopefully Benedict comes to Vegas. I mean, uh, <laughs> Benedict comes to Dallas at some point. I can see him. Nikki is hilarious. And she is absolutely 100% talking about sex for an hour. And making... And I'm not just saying like, you ever notice when you're having sex or whatever? Like, she goes deep into sex. I mean, we're talking vagina talk. We're talking anus talk. We're talking finger talk. I mean, she gets into it. So is she everyone's cup of tea? No, because if you get offended by sex talk, you will hate Nikki Glaser's stand-up. I think it's hilarious. She is one of the best comedians out there going. And, you know, she's one of the best ones going. I can absolutely watch her shit all day long. I've seen every single one of her specials. I've seen her in person, I think, three times I've seen her live before she started doing more arena tours and stuff like that. Saw her when she was kind of more coming up. But I've seen all of her specials. I think she's hilarious. And this one is, have you been watching Mass Singer at all? I know you mentioned having a lot of shows to watch Wednesday, so I'm guessing not. But there's some really talented people this season. Also, Nick Vial was on a couple weeks ago to hand out a clue. No idea why. Yeah, I, I heard he was there. Um, someone sent me the clip of him. You know, coming out, handing out a clue. It's like, okay. I have, I've watched it on and off. I have not really been glued to it. Haven't been paying attention to the clues of who the singers could be. I just, I'm in and out with mass singers. Sometimes I'm just all in and I'm really trying to guess. And then sometimes I'm kind of half-assing it in. And then I just go on the internet and look to see who most people are guessing that have already broken down all the clues. I'm like, oh, okay, well, must be that person. <laughs> And then the last part of this email was, and finally, I listened to Courtney's podcast you were on. And I was laughing out loud, picturing you on your secret mission to meet the stranger with the final rose ceremony picture. Love that you did that. Anyway, thanks for all you do. Yeah, like I said, it was a pretty crazy story. I honestly did not. I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was in any sort of danger meeting up with this guy. I knew who it was. I knew his name. We had spoken on the phone numerous times. It's just that I had to see that pic and I wanted to make sure. I knew he wasn't lying to me because of the nature of his job. And, you know, this was 2011. So while there isn't FaceTime, there was Skype back then. I don't even know if I had Skype. 
But I could really could have saved myself some money instead of flying to New York and getting a hotel room in downtown New York when I could have just said, hey, can you just like record something or go, you know, get another phone? And <laughs> But yeah, I just, I did it. That's what I did for the spoiler. And um, it's the only time I've ever seen a picture of the uh, ending out, outside of, you know, Zach's season when Bachelor Sherlock posted it a couple weeks ago. All right, here's another one. And this will be the last one. And this is another thing about fan base. And someone presents yet another devil's advocate on fan base. And they said, fan basis. Fan basis. I 100% agree with your take on it, but I'm going to try and play devil's advocate here. The only quasi logic I can see behind D list celebrities charging for Instagram likes, follows, and interactions, more so than a video cameo, is that they feel the value of their endorsement is higher than the actual amount of time it takes them to do it. If you like follow someone in a sense, you're endorsing them and giving that person some publicity so maybe Bachelor Nation on fan basis doesn't want to do that without a steeper fee. It's public, unlike the video's messages sent through Cameo, which is a one-time private thing by nature. It's a stretch, I know. I think it's a rip-off scam and if influencers on fan basis really feel that way about engaging on social media with their fans, they should just not do it at all and make money one of the many other ways they can as influencers, which is pretty much been my take. Personally, I'd be mortified if a friend asked me why Aaron Clancy is following me and I could only respond that I paid for him to. So, so their devil's advocate um, statement here, the value of their endorsement being higher than the actual amount of time it takes them to do it. If you like or follow someone, you're endorsing them. I see what they're saying. But again, are the person who purchased Aaron Clancy's like or follow or whatever, are the people that are following her, because I don't think a guy is doing this, this girl that shells out $100 for Aaron Clancy to follow her on Instagram, who's really going through her follow list, you know? So I see what you're saying. Yeah, I guess it would be kind of... Kind of a big deal, maybe, if Aaron Clancy is following you. Because I'm guessing if it's just a normal person, they don't have anybody with a shit ton of followers following them. So he would stick out. But again, what does that gain for them? If you pay, put it this way, if you're the consumer and you pay $100 for Aaron Clancy to follow you on Instagram, wouldn't you want some sort of return on investment? You're investing $100 for Aaron Clancy to follow you. But if you can't turn that around and make $101 or more, that was a horrible investment. And how is a normal person doing that? They're not. They're not getting anything in return by Aaron following them. Other than a couple comments from people that may see it if they scroll through their follower list. But what does that get you? A couple friends notice he does and you're just like, yeah. But it doesn't get you any money so you're not getting any sort of return on your investment. So you might as well take a $100 bill and light a match to it. Because it's just... I don't think they're getting anything in return, and I, and maybe you're and maybe you're talking about the you know the the influencer side of it. Again, I'm sure that's the way they look at it. Like, hey, if I'm going to follow this random person, I need to get paid. I'm just saying you don't need to, and I agree with what you said in your second statement, which was they should just not do it at all and make money in one of the many other ways you can as an influencer. Yeah, that's my whole point. Is they should be doing that. It just that's the way it should be going. Just do it another way. You don't need to 
take advantage of your fans by doing a fan basis. Anyway, thank you very much uh, for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. Tomorrow's Daily Roundup, again, will be from my hotel room here in Vegas. Maybe I'll have an update for you, how I did on the games, how I did at the tables. And maybe I'll go down and play for a little bit tonight. But, uh, again, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Hey!